0: So once again, welcome to the Coffee and Heroes podcast with me, Alan, owner and operator of Coffee and Heroes in Smithfield Market. So we'll press on with the preview show uh, in a few moments, just a little bit of housekeeping and bits and pieces to chat about. Uh, First of all, Infinity War. Uh, How awesome was that? We do want to do a more detailed uh, podcast on that. But we're very conscious of the fact that with Infinity War, it was great to go into it with as few spoilers as possible. We don't want to put spoilers out there, so we're going to wait until the movie's been out two weeks and then there'll be plenty of opinion um from different customers from the store, from myself, from a few other guys. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, second up, the podcasts have been a little bit um scant as of uh, the last couple of weeks there is a reason for that there is some stuff going on behind the scenes in the store some exciting stuff um coming up moving forward uh we can't reveal too much at the moment but we will be certainly keeping everybody informed over the next couple of weeks on social media uh and we'll be doing a big pr blitz and letting people know what's going on there uh as i say very exciting stuff on the way it's all stuff that's possible because of the support you guys have given us and you know building this community here and uh you know onwards and upwards from here so as i say keep a wee eye out for that in the future and uh yeah as i say i'm looking forward to sharing that stuff it's just there's a few bits and pieces need to be finalized at this point before we can we can really go live with that uh, so without further ado we'll uh press on then with the preview show so with regards to this month's preview so Basically, the, the idea behind this is that every month, we can give you a little bit of a, a preview of what's coming up uh, in the coming months. Now, with the ones that we're gonna chat about today, these are due for release in July. And for this, we basically need to have all of our pre-orders in by May the 18th. So again, the idea is just to let you guys know what's coming up, You know, let you know what we would recommend. Obviously there's more titles than just what we chat about, but we just like to pick out sort of five titles each month from from Marvel, from DC and, and on the indie side of things. So we will start off today with Marvel. With Marvel, it's uh it's an interesting time to get into Marvel comics. Obviously with Infinity War out there and Ant Man and the Wasp coming soon and all the rest. You know, Marvel movies couldn't be uh any higher in the public consciousness right now. So it's actually a good time for Marvel in comics because they're they're relaunching everything again now it's interesting that we've been open less than a year and this is the the second relaunch for marvel already in that in this time after legacy before but with this one it's a bit more clear cut for newbies because they're putting everything back to number one they will have dual numbering on the front covers of uh comics so for example avengers number one just came out there this week but underneath it, it says LGY691, so legacy numbering issue 691. So it takes care of the purists and the long-term fans, but also gives a good starting point for new fans. So with that in mind, the first thing we recommend this month is The Amazing Spider-Man number one. Uh, with this one, the reason to look forward to this is that on Amazing Spider-Man, Dan Slott has been writing it for 10 years. Now for any one writer to have a run as long as that is absolutely astounding and he's kept the quality high you know throughout i'm really enjoying his latest arc especially go down swinging which ends with issue 801 but after that it's as i say going back to number one and they're bringing in a new creative team dan slot he's leaving uh spidey after all this time but he's going to move on to iron man and also fantastic four later in the year so the new creative team here is actually nick spencer writing and art by Ran otley Ryan Otley I think is a great choice for this. He is the artist on a long-standing image title called Invincible which is written by Robert Kirkman, the creator of The Walking Dead. So I think this Amazing Spider-Man one, it just looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, you've got uh, the front cover there, you've got Rhino on there, you've got Kraven the Hunter. Uh, I think this will be a really fun title. I think it'll be funny as well. I mean, Nick Spencer... He can do heavy stuff. He did Secret Empire, which I personally loved. A lot of people had problems with it, but I thought it was a wonderful run. But he also did Superior Foes of Spider-Man. So he understands this world at the very least. And uh, again, I think that's going to be a really fun title, certainly, to jump onto. Uh, To counteract that with something maybe a bit more serious, a bit more heroic, died-in-the-world sort of uh, title, we've also got a Captain America number one launching as well. Now, with Captain America... I've loved the Legacy run. It's It's been shorter than I would have liked. It was Mark Waid and Chris Samley and it, it's been wonderful the whole way through. With this, it looks like they're going for a bit of a change of tact. They've brought in a new writer, which is Tan Nehesi Coetes, who has recently done uh, Black Panther. And as well as that, it's going to be Lionel Yu on Artwork. Now, Lionel Yu, I know more for being a really great Hulk artist, so it's, it's good to see um, him flex his muscles with something a bit different. Now, just looking even at the preview artwork this looks as i say, a bit more hard-hitting there'll be a bit more character development i mean spidey will have that as well but spidey will be more about the fun side of things whereas i think this will just be a really good story to uh to dig the teeth into and what we'll do is we'll go from a really sort of deep story to dig our teeth into into the sheer ridiculous uh the next one i'd recommend is cosmic ghost rider now cosmic ghost rider is a character that first appeared in the thanos comics And the writer of those Thanos comics is the same as Cosmic Ghost Rider, which is Donny Cates. Now, if you've listened to this before, you'll know I've spoke about Donny Cates before. He writes some great indie stuff, such as uh, Redneck. Uh, He also wrote God Country. But he also seems to be a bit of a golden boy now for Marvel. Uh, He's relaunching Venom number one, which I believe is next week. And then Cosmic Ghost Rider, he gets to take one of his creations and uh, give it its own title. Art here is going to be by Dylan Burnett. This is slated uh, first up as a miniseries, so it says number one of five. So it's one with a more finite story. With Spidey and Cap, uh, both of those will be ongoing titles. Uh, for Cosmic Ghost Rider, I mean, I'll just read you this little blurb that's in previews, and if this doesn't appeal to you, I, I don't know what will. Frank Castle was the Punisher. A deal with the Devil made him Ghost Rider. A deal with Galactus made him Cosmic. A deal with Thanos made him dead? Question mark. Not to worry, he's coming back and he's got a plan to make the universe a better place that's going to lead him into an even crazier adventure than he's already been in. I mean, come on, that, this, this just sells itself. I don't even need to, to sell that one any further. I think that's going to be a really fun title. And as I say, with Donny has being a pretty hot rider right now, I, I recommend jumping on that. We've seen his Thanos issues go up a little bit in value, so it wouldn't surprise me if this was something similar. Uh, after that what we've got up next I've got uh, X-23 number one down so it's an interesting time in the Marvel Universe for Wolverine there's an event on at the moment called Hunt for Wolverine and it looks like we're going to get the original Wolverine back but any stories so far with X-23 such as all new Wolverine have been fantastic so far and with this one they're relaunching with um, it being written by Mariko Tamiki which I must admit I'm not overly familiar with um she has done one of the tie-ins for hunt for wolverine which is called uh claws of a killer and she's also written on hulk before and then we've got an artist juan cabal i'm familiar with his stuff he's done he did a great run on electra i believe it was the running with the devil arc, and he's also been an all-new wolverine so he's familiar with this character so Again, just to give you a little bit of a blurb for it, um, it says, cloned from a warrior, raised as a killer, Laura Kinney has gone through hell and come out the other side a hero. After a stint as the all-new Wolverine, she returns to her roots as X-23 to make sure no one has to go through the horrors she did. So I think this will be a a really good title as well. Again, this is down as an ongoing. uh, I presume that as it doesn't say one of five or one of six or anything. Uh, So yeah, I think that'll be a good one to uh, keep an eye out for. And then with Marvel we're finishing off <clears throat> your pardon. We're finishing off with another mini-series Which is called Death of the Inhumans Now the Inhumans have been a little bit lackluster lately The TV show really didn't take off I think the comic titles were hurt as a result of that Which is a shame because there's tons of potential there So if you want to do a really good series Who do you call? Mr. Donny Cates So same again, same as Cosmic Ghost Rider He's taking over this one as writer with art by Ariel Olivetti. Uh, now, Ariel Olivetti did Punisher War Journal, so again, familiar with the darker side of the, uh, the Marvel Universe. And again, just to give you the blurb on this one, the Kree have gone murdering, leaving behind a message, join us or die. Thousands of inhumans have already made their choice, the evidence floats bleeding in space. Black Bolt and his family are next. Same again, this is another five-issue miniseries, and one that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, anything Donny Cates... As I say, I jump straight on to. Uh, he seems to be following a very similar career trajectory to someone like uh, Tom Keane at DC or even Schneider at DC. So anything he writes, I really do jump all over. So, really, really looking forward to that. Uh, so, yeah, those are our five Marvel recommendations. Uh, we'll be back after this and I'll discuss what's upcoming in the DC world. <laughs> welcome back so now we move on to dc previews with dc there's only really one place to start in terms of what's coming up in july and that is batman number 50 so number 50 has been tentatively called the wedding so everything in the the batman series tom keene has been plotting pretty much going back to issue 22 23 onwards has been with the idea of batman and catwoman getting married Uh, issue 50 is supposed to be the wedding so with it, it has been written by Tom Keane, of course, but there's going to be tons of different artists contributing to this issue. You know, you've got art by Mikel Yanon, art by David Finch, Joelle Jones, Frank Miller, Neil Adams. There's tons of great artists getting involved with this. Uh, so I would imagine there'll be lots of, um, some little mini stories in there and so forth. So it'll be an extra length issue. I would really recommend jumping on it. Even if you're not massively on the Batman series, I would recommend getting issue 50. I think it's going to be a bit of a landmark issue and a lot of fun. I mean, it's all leading up as well to the Joker, obviously, finding out about this marriage, and I'm sure he'll be there to cause chaos. This is actually the first time we'll see the Joker in modern day in the Rebirth uh, universe, because the only other time he's appeared so far was actually in The War of Jokes and Riddles, which was a flashback to sort of the first year of Bruce as Batman. So... I'll be interested to see what happens there which leads us on to the second title which will be spinning out directly from that and that is catwoman is getting her own series so catwoman number one and this is going to be written and drawn by joelle jones so it's probably kind of hard to know what this is going to be about until uh batman 50 comes out and we see the the fallout from that uh I mean, the, the blurb they have is the wedding night's barely over, but Catwoman's back on the streets, this time to expose a copycat who's pulling heists around Gotham City. So we don't know going forward, should this wedding happen, is Catwoman going to be a good guy? Is she going to continue to be an anti-hero? Is she going to fall back in her criminal ways? I'm not too sure, but I'm really looking forward to finding out. I love Joelle Jones's art. It's absolutely beautiful, so it is. And I even like the front cover for Batman number one. She's holding the... Uh, the batman issue 50 in her hand so you gotta love a little bit of fourth wall breaking there as well uh after that we move on then to superman number one so with superman as, as you may have known from previous podcasts brian michael bendis is moving over from marvel comics to dc to take over superman by this point in july the six issue mini series the man of steel will have been out and then he launches his run proper he's going to be writing both superman and action comics Now with Action Comics it's continuing its numbering, it'll be number 1001 after the the Milestone 1000 issue that came out recently but with Superman they're going back to renumbering so again it'll be back to number 1. The reason I've picked out Superman number 1 slightly over Action Comics number 1 is just because Superman number 1 has Ivan Rice on artwork. Now Ivan Rice is amazing, a big, chunky, heroic, you know, larger than life characters absolutely love his artwork so i do and there's basically going to be fallout from the man of steel series that leads to the status quo at the start of this so uh yeah really really looking forward to that really looking forward to seeing what bendis comes up with on superman in general i thought his story in action 1000 was one of the the stronger ones and it really did leave you wanting more so yeah looking forward to that a lot superman number one Another one uh, we'd recommend, again a good starting point, is Justice League Odyssey number one. Now, we already recommended the the core Justice League title last month. This time, the reason I'm uh, recommending Justice League Odyssey is because it's such a random assortment of people who are making up the Justice League. You know, it's Cyborg, Starfire, Jessica Cruz, Green Lantern, Azrael, and then Darkseid. I mean, who knows? This could go anywhere. But the two main reasons to pick this up are for the writer and the artist the writer is joshua williamson one of my personal favorites wrote a great series called Nailbiter, biter uh, a great series called ghosted both of those for image comics and then in dc he uh, wrote the red death issue uh, because he's been writing flash so he had little uh, inputs into metal but I believe he's also co-writing and No Justice with Scott Schneider as well. So they obviously think an awful lot of uh, Joshua Williamson at DC. So. But as well as that, you've got Stepan Sejic on uh, artwork and he's been doing some amazing stuff on Aquaman especially. And uh, really detailed, really beautiful art, really elegant art. Uh, so yeah, with Justice League Odyssey, to me this is sort of going to be like a cosmic type title. So I think that's going to be really, really class. So it is. Um, I mean, you've got other good stuff coming up that month. You know, Doomsday Clock Six, hopefully. Uh, you know, based on the different, um, based on the different delays and so forth. You've got Justice versus He Man and the Masters of the Universe. But the one I wanted to spotlight properly is Batgirl number twenty-five. Now I've been a big reader of Batgirl ever since the New 52 started with Gail Simone on the run. Uh, When it first started it was quite dark, it was quite adult orientated and then around issue 35, 36 a new creative team came on which was Cameron Stewart, Brendan Fletcher and they sort of like Barbara's been the kind of character that's been walking under a dark cloud for many years, ever since the killing joke and, you know, losing the use of her legs, becoming Oracle, but then being able to come back to back girl but still traumatized. What they did was they moved her to a little sort of suburb of Gotham called Burnside, and she was tackling things like cyber terrorism and things like that. It was a bit more lighthearted, but it was also shown, you know, a girl who's 19, 20, 21, you know, going through the college experience, meeting boys, all this kind of thing but being a superhero at the same time. Now with Batgirl 25, it's going to be an extra-sized issue and Barbara is actually returning to uh, Gotham and also returning to a complicated relationship that she's always had with Nightwing. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that because, as I say, Batgirl has been one of those titles that's been remarkably consistent for a long, long time. And with issue 25, it's it seems like a fresh starting point for people Uh, coming back to Gotham, you know, it's going to preview the upcoming arc as well as have a one-shot story as well. And then just with being issue 25, they tend to mark these ones with extra-sized issues. So again, that's something to really, really look forward to. And it creates a good counterpoint to the sort of darkness of Batman or, you know, the more adult-oriented titles like Batman, I should say, and Superman, because Batgirl will be one that, you know, be good for teenage girls, but also good for those readers who have read any titles based in Gotham for the last sort of, you know, five, ten years. So, yeah, that's that's our last recommendation, as I say, to make the five for DC, which is uh, Backguard issue 25. So, I'll leave you to consider those ones. Uh, I'll be back in a moment, and we will be discussing indie comics. So then that moves us on to the indie section of the preview show now what we've got for indie stuff we have a collection of image titles a little bit dark horse that'll idw it's with image titles that we start off with definitely my most anticipated of the independent titles this month and it's a title called farmhand now farmhand the reason i'm looking forward to it is because as a lot of you will know what my advice tends to be when it comes to indie titles is to follow creators rather than stories you know if you find a writer whose style you like or an art style you like by a specific artist I think it's always best to follow their titles rather than to be attracted by stories so to speak and in this case the reason I'm looking for to Farmhand is it comes from Rob Guillory now basically this is an artist who worked on Chew Choose one of my absolute favourite titles it's one of those ones I've got the number one framed on the wall first print I've got all of the single issues, I've started to buy the large absolute uh, editions, not quite absolutes as it is, image as opposed to DC. Uh, I believe it's called the smorgasbord edition. And Chu was basically a story about a detective called Tony Chu who basically could eat an apple, say, and when he ate it, he could taste where it came from, what pesticides were used to help grow it, how much rainwater got in, all this kind of stuff. So the police actually get wind of this and they invite him in to bite into a dead body and then to see if he can retrace their steps, see who it was that killed him. And then it grows from there. It's one of those titles that just gets more and more ridiculous and hilarious the more it goes on. But he was the artist in this and one of the reasons I give him so much props for this title, uh, I was actually privy to a conversation with John Lehman who wrote... Chew, he's also worked on a lot of other high-profile stuff, such as Detective Comics and so forth. And I asked him the question of, in Chew, there's loads of great background jokes, little posters or little sort of side notes, uh, things like that. And I asked him, was he responsible for that in terms of the script or was it all down to Rob? And he said, 100% Rob, that's that's his sense of humour. And that's what makes Chew a great read as well as just a great upfront story. It rewards rereading because there's always some other details to notice. So, with this title Farmhand, not only is he the artist on it, but he's also writing it. And I'm just gonna read you the little um preview blurb here because it just sounds fantastic. Jedediah Jenkins is a farmer, but his cash crop isn't corn or soy. Jed grows fast healing plug and play human organs. Lose a finger, need a new liver, he's got you covered. Unfortunately, strange produce isn't the only thing Jed's got buried. Deep in the soil of the Jenkins family farm, something dark has taken root and it's beginning to bloom. That just sounds brilliant, so it does. It's exactly the kind of title um, that tells you why you read indie titles, because it's it's not really the kind of story you're going to find through a DC comic or a Marvel comic. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. really implore you guys to jump on it from the start, because as I say... It will be a great title, 100% full faith. I've been following the progress on Twitter as well, and some preview pages have been shown. Looks absolutely excellent. So we'll move on from there to another image title. Pardon me. This time it is The New World. Now, for this one, The New World, it says one of five. So we're going to be getting a nice wee mini-series here, scheduled for July 25th. This one is written by Alice Cott and it is art by Trad and Heather Murr. So again, I'm gonna read you a little blurb for this one because this just sounds totally up my alley. Uh, The United States of America after the second civil war, two lovers meet. One, a straight edge, vegan, hacker, anarchist boy. Is there any other type of vegan or hacker? Uh, With a pinch on for messing with the state. The other, a chaotic, hedonistic cop with a reality TV show and a license to kill. This really shouldn't happen. But it and yet somehow it does and soon the entire state of New California is after them it's basically pitched as Mad Max meets Romeo and Juliet and again that's something I can definitely jump on board with Uh, Image are always great for these number one titles always great at giving you some original stories Uh, so again I will really really look forward to that as well Uh, which moving along from there brings us to if I can just find my place in the book of course um what that moves us on to is actually a teenage mutant ninja turtles um series now this is one that is called rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles it's written by matthew k manning with art by chad thomas uh now with this one it's idw but it's through their nickelodeon branding as well so for this this is uh i think this is going to be aimed a little bit more at younger readers but any excuse for new turtle stuff i very much get on with um I think it's a i think they're great characters they remind me of my childhood certainly and i hope that you know they can be just as important to other people as well so the little blurb for this one goes a new age of mutant madness begins with the rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles the special issue is your very first look at the new adventures of the guys in green and what they will be getting into this fall will the turtles be able to master their new world or will their new world master them So, I believe it's based uh, on a cartoon that's currently airing on Nickelodeon. So, there'll be some good little crossover there as well. It's the kind of thing, if you enjoy the uh, cartoon, then you'll maybe pick up the comic. But by the same token, if you uh, enjoy the comic, then you can give the the series a go as well. But we'll move on to then, after that, is another IDW title. Now, I am an unashamed X-Files fan. I think... The X-Files is one of the most uh, influential shows of all time. Uh, I think that it brilliantly subverted the um, the idea of partners with, you know, the female being the skeptic, the male being the believer, so to speak. I think that it was always interesting. I love the Monster of the Week format. I love the conspiracy format. It did struggle a little bit towards the end for me personally, but I still will, you know, forget it for that because uh, the best episodes of the X-Files are up there best episodes of any tv show ever so the reason i mentioned the x-files is because idw started this new mini series scenario for them it's basically part of a year-long celebration of the x-files 25th anniversary and what they're doing is they're doing a little brand of the x-files called case files and for that they're just doing these wee two issue three issue arcs that kind of thing focusing on sort of a monster of the week scenario so this one is called the x-files case files hoot goes there now this second offering it comes from a legendary author joe r lansdale he's also written a um accompanying series for bubba Tep. i've spoke to a few guys in store about this i've pre-ordered it and it's another john wick scenario where it was supposed to be out a few weeks ago but the latest details i've read are that it's coming out in uh in may so hopefully anyway uh, but with this one it's the artist is by is someone called menton three I have no idea who that is i would love to say otherwise but this will be a new one for me but the details for this one is uh the second offering comes where scully and Mulder find themselves on the road again this time to a small east texas town to investigate the disappearance of a woman said to have been carried away by a creature fitting the description of a harpy from greek myth but things only get stranger from there for me the x-files works the best when it has a healthy dose of scares but also humor and this this sounds good to me. Uh, it's an inexpensive way of them continuing the adventures of Mulder and Scully. But these comics do seem to have captured the spirit of the show really, really well. Which leads us to the last indie recommendation. And for this one, this is actually a recommendation for an upcoming graphic novel as opposed to a single issue. The reason this caught my eye, first of all, it's one of my favourite stories of all time, which is Bram Stoker's Dracula so with this one obviously the writer bram stoker but i believe there's going to be a little bit of adaptation work by roy thomas and the other main reason to get on board this is it is drawn by mike Mignola, the creator of hellboy Mignola's art style is superbly gothic amazingly you know atmospheric very dark uh it is exactly the kind of art style that will this uh, series uh it's being released as this beautiful black and white hardcover uh, with the idea that it's not actually out until September. So, this is one that you can get your orders in on really early. Probably forget you even ordered it, and then when it comes, then we'll be a nice to... for you. But at least this, it won't be a case of get issue have to wait out it a month for two, anything like that. So, Ramsilver's Dracula was basically the last thing that Mignola worked on before he launched Cowboy. So, he's a bit of an unknown artist at this time, but it, it has all the. So, it was, a, it was a four issue adaptation of the, the movie itself, and this is the first time it's going to be collected uh, in sort of gorgeous black and white. I mean, this was basically released around 75 years ago, and it's getting a special hardcover treatment, and it's something fans have been crying out for. So, uh, if you're a Gothic fan or a, a Dracula fan, I think this is going to be right up your alley. Uh, I will definitely be ordering this one for myself, without a doubt, and it will uh, slot nicely onto the, the bookshelf next so <clears throat> yeah so that brings us pretty much to the end of the previews i mean those are just the ones that i go into in a bit of depth i mean there's there's far more beyond that coming out uh i did notice with image that there's a lot of great graphic novels coming out you know that basically they're going to have the uh first story arc collected and uh, released so you've got for example days of hate from alice Cog who is writing the the one the new world order i was chatting about You've got the graphic novel coming out of Death of Love, which has been a great series. Further Adventures of Nick Wilson. You've got uh, Sleepless Volume 1. You've got Versus Volume 1. You've got Warframe Volume 1. There's tons of great stuff coming out. I mean, if, if there's anything that we don't chat about, you know, jump into the previews website itself. You know, have a little look around, see what interests you. If there is anything that, obviously, we don't chat about, feel free to get in touch and... You know, let us know why you want it ordered, or you know give us your two cents on it as well uh with this podcast, the whole idea is just us giving you our opinion, but you know we we can't cover everything and we don't know of everything so it's a case of it's a it's a useful guide for you, certainly, but it's by no means definitive that these are the only titles worth getting so definitely do your own research as well. hopefully this works as a little guide or gets you excited to maybe root around and uh then you can either call into the store and pre-order any titles or drop us a message through the facebook messenger service uh, but you're probably sick of the sound of my voice by this point uh this podcast hopefully will be up on the friday night and we are going to have our free comic book day tomorrow which is saturday the 5th of may there will be a lot of stock on offer for that loads of choices the idea is buy one item in store it could be a comic it could be a cup of coffee You'll get five comics free spend over 10 pounds you'll get 10 comics free so uh it's just it's a really good day for the whole family there's loads of titles in there suitable for you know four-year-old girls but also for 20 year old men or 30 year old women or 10 year old boys there's a great we've tried to do a really great selection there and hopefully you'll you'll discover your next favorite story and you know all for maybe the price of a cup of coffee so Hopefully we'll we'll see you there. And uh if there is stock left from the Saturday and you can't quite make it to us on the Monday, I'll or sorry, on the Saturday, I'll do my best to keep a little bit back and then next Monday and Tuesday as well. If people pop into the store, we'll we'll make sure they get the benefit as well. Uh so yeah, that's everything from me for the moment. There will be an Infinity War review podcast coming up soon. And also, you know, going back to that early part of the uh podcast we do have some big news coming up soon as well so stay tuned for that as well uh, but until then hopefully we'll see you in the store before then and uh have a great weekend cheers guys mm-hmm.